You are listening to Haftorah, the Shir series where we explore the connections between the Parsha Shavuah and its corresponding Haftorah. And here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, you are catching us at the very tail end of the pre-Pesach Haftorah mini-marathon. I did not know for sure if we were going to make it to this point to be able to do all three Haftorah Shirim before Pesach, but because we are about to go into a three-dayer, I wanted to hopefully get in the day one of Pesach Haftorah, the day two, and the Shabbos Cholmoid Pesach Haftarah. And of course, if you're not able to listen to all of them beforehand and you're listening to this during Cholmoid, then I wish you a good Moed. But otherwise, Mabarach Hashem, I'm happy that I'm able to put this out at the very least before Pesach. So those who are avid listeners and are already um, up to date, um, you're able to listen to this one before um, the beginning of Pesach as well. But otherwise, you have a long Chag, a long Cholmoid, um, you'll have content to listen to either way. Previously, we covered the Haftarah from Sefer Yehoshua that we find on the first day of Pesach. Last time, we had the Haftarah from Melach and Bez, the story of Yoshiahu HaMelech. And now, we have a very different topic as the Haftarah comes to us from Sefer Yechezkel, a very famous Haftarah in Perak Lamed Zayin, 37 in Yechezkel, Pesukim Aleph 3 Yadalad, 1 through 14. And this is the Haftarah that is one of those Haftaras that has a name, right? There's like the Maisa Merkava Haftara, maybe Shabbos Chazon. We have a lot of Haftaras that have names. This one is one that can be named Atzamas Yeveshos, otherwise known as Dry Bones. Very famous Haftara. And although it does not explicitly discuss Pesach, there are certainly themes that are connected to Pesach. And if you know what you're looking at, you'll find the Pesach themes. But what is apparent is that for Shabbos Cholomoe Pesach, where the Kedusha, the, the, the greater Kedusha is that of Shabbos, perhaps we're going to touch on a theme that maybe um, brings us more of that Shabbos flavor or maybe how Shabbos should impact our Pesach experience. And that, I believe, is something that we will find in this very interesting Haftarah. Um, now, this Haftarah... I'll mention something that I mentioned a few weeks back when we had Parshas Para, which I believe was the last time, no, it was the, the not the last time that we opened up Sefer Yechezkel, we opened up Sefer Yechezkel for Parshas HaChodesh as well. However, the reason why the Haftarah from Yechezkel for Parshas Para is more relevant is that the Perak that we read, the capital of Navi that we read for Parshas Para is actually a, a Perak right before this one. Perak Lamed Vav was for Para. And this one might be viewed as a sequel of sorts to that Haftarah. The Haftarah for Parshas Achodesh is much further on. It's in the it's in the forties in the Mems. Um, um, I think Mem Mem Hay and Mem Vav for Parshas Achodesh, which spoke about the the Pesach of the future. But Parshas Para was about the Tahara process, um, even though uh, Tahara is only mentioned uh, a couple of times in passing. Uh, but the, but the idea of our of our Teshuvah. And our Hashem restoring inside us a lev chadash of basar. Hashem is going to put a heart of flesh back inside us. I believe that that theme is absolutely important to what we're going to see here. And we'll see what the special Haftarah for Shabbos Chalmoid Pesach adds to the Haftarah that we, listen, that, 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 we, that we discussed a few weeks back for Parshas Parah. You know that Parshas Para also is the preparation for Pesach. So HaChodesh is the more immediate preparation of all the practicals, the Hilchos Pesach. But, but Para was about the purification. In order to engage in the Karban Pesach, to participate, you had to be Tahor from Tumas Mes. And that is something that, that really jumps out at us in our, in our Haftarah for Shabbos, Cholmoid Pesach. 
where Yechezkel starts and it says, Hoysa Allah Yad Hashem, upon me was the hand of Hashem, Baruch Hashem, and um, I was taken out. Um, it took him with the Ruach of Hashem, right? The Lashon of Hotza'ah, the Lashon of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, maybe. Um, but uh, he was taken out. He put me into a valley, the Himalaya Atzamos, and it was filled with bones, a lot of skeletons. You know, that's a very, um, very uh, creepy imagery, but that's what the Navi describes. And what exactly happens in this Haftarah? So the, uh, the quick version is that the bones come to life. There is a Tchiyas HaMesim that takes place before Yechezkel's very eyes. Says the Navi, Vayomer Eli, Ben Adam, and he says to me, Son of Man, the classical nickname for Yechezkel, who was, um, who, who got, had to see some incredible visions of angels, so now he's the human among them. Do you think I can bring these bones back to life? Omar, and I said, Hashem Elokim, Atayadata, Hashem, well, only you know. Very interesting answer. It almost sounds like Yechezkel himself is not sure. He says, Hashem, listen, you, know, you, you can do it if you want. Um, doesn't mean that you're going to do it. Right? I think this is a very interesting question when it comes to our Amuna in general. Right? Sometimes we, we ask, um, we're confronted with the question of, oh, what's going to be? Are, is everything going to be okay? Are we going to succeed? Are we going to get exactly what it is that we want? And perhaps an appropriate answer is, I don't know. Only Hashem knows. Right? And that's not a lack of bitachon to say that. Because we don't know, you can't be guaranteed that everything is going to be okay in the sense that you're going to get exactly what you want, that the person is going to live and not pass away. Right? We, we can, no, no one can guarantee you that. Um, so Yechezkel, appropriately, I would argue, on, to some extent, he answers that, Hashem, you know, you, you might revive these bones, you might not. Right? Is within the realm of possibility? And the answer is, well, if Hashem wants it to be. Now the question is, what about for us? So this is something that we hope for, right? So, um, and one thing that I did not do is um, dedicate this shir. Now I'm going to. Um, and so with that in mind, Tchiyas HaMesim is something that we very much hope for. The question is, how realistic is Tchiyas HaMesim to us? Is that something that we think is going to happen soon? And maybe if we're being honest, we'll say, well, Hashem can make it happen when He wants to. doesn't mean I believe that it's going to happen in the imminent future. But that, in fact, is what Hashem is coming to tell Yechezkel at this moment, that, yes, it's actually going to happen in the imminent future. And he said, and so Hashem says, prophesy regarding the bones, meaning, I want you to predict, maybe. Interesting, interesting expression. He says, I want you to prophesy about them. And I want you to tell the dry bones, to listen to the word of Hashem. And he says, and so, um, so, um, so says Hashem, live. And he tells them to revive themselves. They're gonna, a ruach is going to be put in them and they're going to live. I'm going to put into them gidim, sinews. Um, gidim is also often connected to Haggadah, another Pesach connection, at least, um, uh, you know, at least, um, um, a secret connection, right? Um, Gidim are, are rough, and sometimes uh, words of, 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 of Torah need to be given over in a strong way. It says, I'm going to give you sinews, I'm going to put flesh on you, or I'm going to skin you with skin, I'm going to put skin on you, and I'm going to give you a ruach, and then you're going to live, and then you're going to really understand that I'm Hashem. And there we are reminded of the fact that when Hashem here says, I'm going to put basar onto these bones and they're going to come back to life, we're reminded of the Evan, the, right, the Lev Evan, the heart of stone that we read about in the Haftarah for Parshas Para, where 
Um, Hashem says, I'm going to replace that with a lev chadash. And he doesn't use the lashon of lev tahar like we find in Tehillim. He uses the lashon of lev basar. They are going to be human again. We're going to restore you to the place that humans should be in the service of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, with life in them. Right? One of the things that we mentioned in the Haftar for Parshas Para is that Pesach involves the tahara from Tchiyas HaMesim. And, um, and that is because Pesach is a time of renewal, right? The Hachodesh, the Lev Chodesh, but it's also it's a time of life, of reliving, reclaiming your life. Right? The Mitzrayim, they try to latch on to the dead and try to access them through necromancy, talking to the dead. We spoke about this um, when, um, in, in one connection to Mesachas Nazir recently and in Yana Diomi. But the point is that the, the Mitzrim, they, they believe that the only way to move forward is to connect to death and not to latch yourself onto life. We try to, we, we distance ourselves from a body that's lacking on a Shema. The Mitzrim, they, they embrace that. We say, no, the body is where it is, it's gone. And now we're going to latch on to life where it really is um, and where, wherever that is. We have to embrace that and continue on. Be Tahor from Tomas Mace. And to, to, to live on and to, to carry on the neshama, the legacy of the neshama of the deceased. That's normally what we say. But believe it or not, if you are a believer, so I guess believe it, um, there, there is a tchiyas amesim, which is going to be marked by a complete restoration, body and soul. Everything is going to come back together. And on Pesach, I think we have to take that extra step to realize that it's not just about about latching on to the Ruchnias and the Neshama, but it's about the realization that even in Olam Hazeh, right, that in every generation we are experiencing Geula. If the Geula should come in this time, it should also be accompanied by Tchiyas HaMesim, the real life where you could feel it in your own physical body. Not just that you're spiritually experiencing it, but you're experiencing it in real life. Right? Avodah Hashem is not just about the spirit of the law. It's not just about the Ruchnias. It's about actually putting it into practice. Right? Rav Shem Shemafala Hirsch fought against the Reform Movement um, and explaining them to them correctly that it's not just about the thought, it's not just about the Ruchnias, it's about the action, doing the mitzvahs with your body. We imbibe mitzvahs on Pesach night, on Leil Seder, and we, we do that through our actual bodies. And so says Hashem to Yechezkel, no, not just I know and I'm able to do it, but you're going you're gonna to prophesy, you're going to predict it, you're going to foresee a tchiyas amesim. you're going to have that kind of higher level of, or maybe you can call it a, a pashita level of amuna and bitachon, that geula is actually on its way, that it's coming right now. And so, you know, if he continues, Vini Basi, it says, Zichaskel, and I prophesied, Kashetsi Vesi, Vahi Kolba Kihinavi, and there was a voice when I was prophesying, Vihine Rash, there was a loud sound, Atikavulat Samos, and the bones came close, Etsemelatsmos, bone to bone. They were matching up all so he didn't see skeletons. He saw loose bones and they all came together. I saw the Gidim. Ubasar Allah. And then the flesh came up. or and then the skin came up from on top of the But you know what was not in them? The Ruach was not yet there. Now we get to the other side of it. We've been speaking about how important it is to realize the physical aspect of our lives, serving Hashem through our bodies. But now, what happens when there's a body without a nefesh, without a Ruach, without a spirit? This is going back to what we said about the Mitzrim and that Paro and the, the ancient Egyptians. They worship and they pray to and speak to and try to communicate with the dead body that lacks a Ruach. All the skeletons were now back together, even with flesh, the way a human should be. But what about the Ruach? So continues the Novi, Vayomer Elai Hinovei Prophesy to the spirit. 
Ben Adam, son of man, human. And you shall say to the Ruach, talk to the Ruach, you are a human, but you will talk to the Spirit. And you will say, from the four spirits, from the four winds, the four directions. And you should blow into these slain ones that they may live. Who are these slain ones? Rashi tells us based on the Gemara and Sanhedrin that these, in fact, were the people from Ephraim who tried to leave Mitzrayim early, but it wasn't the right time. They tried to leave before the the story of Yisias Mitzrayim as we know it. They tried to escape, and they were attacked by the Pelishtim, and they got killed by the people of Gus. And all for what? Think about this. People from Yosef, people who foresee Geula, people who are ready to return to Eretz Yisrael. But for whatever reason, there are many people, unfortunately, that leave, and it's the wrong time. And they're not Zoha. And it's, 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 it's unfortunate. For, for one reason or another, we don't know, only a Kaddish Baruch who knows why that might be. But these were people that had the ghoul in front of their eyes, and these are the people that are Zoha to a Tchiasamesim recorded in the Navi. Why? Because what happens? And I prophesied the way Hashem told me. And then the Ruach, the, 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 the Spirit finally entered. And they lived. And they stood up on their feet. Very vast multitude. And then he said to me, Son of man, these are all the entire house of Beis Yisrael. Realize, this is Kla Yisrael, who until this point, they act with a body, but without a ruach. They say that our bones are dried out. And, and, our, and our hope is gone. And that's what's been decreed upon us. And they say that we, we have nothing left. We're, we're, just, we're just dead bones. We're dry bones. And sometimes that's how we feel. Not necessarily because we doubt that a Kaddish Baruch was able to. We know, we say, we say, I'll tell you, Hashem, you know, you know, and you've decided that it's just not going to happen. Right? And again, I, I would say that's not an inappropriate line of thinking. It's not going to kafira to say that sometimes Hashem says no, at least for now, and maybe even for, for, for many years. We, we, we don't want to say those words, and we hope that that's not the case, but sometimes we, we have that attitude, like the way, um, you know, like that Vadoni Zakanti, right? Like like Sarah says, my master's very old, what, what, what can you do? I'm, I, I have, I've stopped hoping for these miraculous things to happen in my lifetime. But apparently there's another side, another side to us that, that has to say that because of the power of Ruach, because of the power of Ruchnius, that despite what I'm seeing in my flesh and blood, in my own body, in my dry bones, but because there's a ruach, where there's a ruach, there is a way, right? Where there is where there where there is a spirituality, where there's an ability to connect to, to connect to things beyond ourselves. Then maybe if we're able to make those, if we're able to affect that kind of change in Shemayim, maybe the gula can come quicker if we just foresee it. If we have that tikva, that hope, that's referenced here. L'chein hinavei, therefore says Hashem, you should prophesy. V'yamartel em ko'amar Hashem elokim, prophesy to Klai Yisrael. Hinei, ani poseach es kivroseichem, I'm going to open up your graves. V'ha'alesi eschem, I'm literally going to elevate you, I'm going to pull you out of the graves. V'kivroseichem, ami, my people. V'yamartel em ko'amar Hashem elokim, I'm going to return you to the land, to the soil of Israel. And that's something that we hope for on Pesach. See, again, the, the, the themes of Pesach are in there. They are there. But we have this Haftarah, I believe, on Shabbos, because Shabbos reminds us, Shabbos reminds us of the Pesach that we can experience every single week, right? We have Zecher L'Tzias Mitzrayim. It is a Zecher L'Tzias Mitzrayim. It's also Zecher L'Maseh Bereshis. The two are connected. The Nirvana explains because Bereshis reminds us that Hashem created the world. 
Pesach reminds us, Yitzhak Mitzrayim reminds us that Hashem didn't just leave the world alone. We're not just being left as a body without a ruach. We're not just going to be left high and dry like the dry bones. But a ruach is going to be restored to it. Vidatem, and you will know through that, Kani Hashem, when that happens, when I open up your graves. And he says it again. Why? Well, I guess for the emphasis that you should know. This is not just, um, you know, just not, not homiletical. And I'm going to elevate you. I'm going to bring you up from your graves, my people. Just like the bones of Yosef, the atzmas of Yosef ended up being taken out. Just like Yaakov's bones went back to Eretz Yisrael. And says Hashem to all of you, Klal Yisrael, you and your dryness, I'm going to place my ruach inside you, and you will live once again. I'm going to return you to your soil. And what's going to happen at the very end of the Haftarah? You should know that I'm Hashem. I'm the one who have spoken. I'm the one that have done so. Shabbos is a time of, of, of restoration, right? Hashava. Right, hashavas, it can mean to seize, but it could also mean to restore. And Pesach has to be a time where we have that restored faith in a gula to come. Not just, you know, many gulas here and there, the Hashgacha Pratis in our lives that we should see. But if the Cholder of the Archive of the Muliros is time, if we're actually tapping into it, if it should be that the Seder should end when Eliyahu Anavi comes, and he comes to tell us about the real gula, when we sing the second half of Hallel and have the Afikomen, the other half of the matzah, the entire second half of the Seder, which reminds us that there's a geula to come, not just the geula that was, but the geula that will be. And Bezra Hashem, we should be zochah to experience that geula with tchiyas ameisim b'mheirin If you enjoy this share and others like it on the podcast, I'm going to partner with us with the sponsorship. If you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group, where you'll find links to every uploaded share or links to shirim that I repost due to their relevance. Then all you have to do is reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time, wishing you a Chag Kasher and thank you so much for joining us here at the database.